Welcome to Covenant Equip. I'm Jason Dees, sitting here with Ethan Van Arnhem. Covenant Equip is a podcast that we produce at Christ Covenant uh, about every sermon series that we do to help equip uh, our leaders, and particularly our community group leaders, to uh, be better teachers, to be better leaders, and to, and to primarily understand the curriculum that we have coming out for the upcoming series. Of course, at Christ Covenant, we produce... Uh, and write our own uh, curriculum uh, that is headed up primarily by our friend Ethan Van Arnhem. Ethan, I really have gotten to the point where I actually look forward to this very moment every single month, sit down with you here in our little podcast studio, and talk about the upcoming series. It's an exciting time. Oh, yes. I always enjoy it, too. Well, t- let's uh, let's jump in, uh, Ethan. We, we've We've got a great series coming up. Um, I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about the uh, curriculum. I know you've been working on it. Um, so, yeah, let, let's talk about it a little bit. Right. So let's start off with a couple of questions for your sermons. Uh, so this series, we're actually back in Roman 12. We, we've been here before, right? So this year, we're doing something very interesting. I've never done this in my ministry. I've been preaching, I guess, now for you know, 13, 14 years, and... Um, uh, so we have taken, we're really taking Romans 12, 9 through 21. So it's just a few verses. And we're spending 12 weeks of the year in those passages, but we're doing it in three different phases, three different shifts. And so we've been here before. We were here actually to start the whole year. We will be here again Uh, I think it's in October that we come back to Romans 12, Uh, but if you were here with us uh, in January, you'll remember, well, you remember that the last Sunday of 2017, I preached on Romans 12, 1 and 2, which we really anchor all of these instructions in. Romans 12, 9 through 21 has these very practical instructions. They're all anchored actually in Romans 12, 1 and 2, so sometimes I'll even read these as if they're like Romans 12, 3. I mean, I'll even read them kind of in response to Romans 12, 1 and 2. If you're here with us, though, we did four sermons in January. Let Love Be Genuine was the first one, which is actually just the first half of Romans 9. Abhor what it is evil, hold fast to what is good was the second one. Love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor was the third sermon. And then verse 11, do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord was the fourth sermon. And then we took a break. We've obviously been doing other things, but this week we begin, we come back with Romans 12, 12, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, and we'll make it through verse 13, verse 14, and verse 15 in this upcoming series. Right, and so all of that's really anchored in those first two verses that talks about being the living sacrifice, right? That's right, yeah, that's right. If it it, 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 it it is how are we, as Christians, not only a living sacrifice, but how are our minds being transformed? How is our life being transformed? How are we being not conformed to the image of this world, but being transformed uh, by the renewal of your mind? What does that practically mean in the life of the Christian? Right. And so you and I, you know, when we talked curriculum and kind of just looked at this passage, we talked a lot about kind of uh, how there's really a church and community aspect to most of these commands. 
I was just hoping that you could kind of elaborate that for the folks here who haven't been part of that conversation. Nothing in the Christian life is done in isolation, right? So the Christian life is not lived in isolation. It is something that is lived out, worked out, understood in the context of community, and particularly in the context of a church community. Uh, so, yeah, so I'm really excited about this curriculum. I know we're going to talk about it here in a second, but in the sermon series, we're going to be talking about what does Christian character look like uh, in the curriculum. We're going to be accompanying that with the context of the local church. Right. So. And then one last question on that, because I'm sure a lot of people are wondering this too, but there's so much scripture that you could touch on. There's so many different verses that catch people's attention. What is it about Romans 12? Why do you love this chapter so much? You know much? what? I have been praying Romans 12 for Christ's covenant since before the church was called Christ's covenant. I mean, since, you know, I was like, man, if we could have a church that loves one another genuinely, that it hates what is evil, that holds fast to what is good, that loves one another with brotherly affection, that outdoes one another in showing honor, that it's not slothful in zeal, but fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. I mean, and you could go on. You know, I love some of the passages that we're not going to get to this time around, but it's not repaying evil for evil, be, being thought being thoughtful to do what is honorable in the sight of all, uh, who a church who, if possible, as long as it depends on us, is, is living peaceably with all, a church that's really forgiving because we, we trust the wrath of God. If, if we could have a church like that, this church would totally change the sea. So this is kind of like, I mean, obviously it's Paul, it's the Holy Spirit, it's nothing new to Jason D's, but this is kind of like my prayer for Christ's covenant, what God has laid forth, if, if our church could look like this and be like this, I think we'd be a pretty healthy church, and I think we would please the Lord. So yeah. that's why I love it, and, and I thought it would just be a great sermon series in this kind of formational year for us to just say, okay, what does it look like for us to be uh, the church and to be this transformed people in Christ? Yeah, I feel like that went really well with the Virtue series, too, kind of just really touching on those points of what it means to be pure in God and following godliness. It's kind of holiness year for us, Ethan. We're, we're, we're talking about what does what Christian character really look like? And, you know, I think that's important. I think yeah. that's a conversation that's not had enough uh, in the church. If you were there, I guess I think I talked about this last Sunday, you know, in the 90s we kind of started making church really cool, and we talked a lot about Christian wisdom, and we talked a lot about power and experience, all these things. But I don't think we're talking enough about holiness and purity and obedience. I mean, these are kind of like boring old words, um, but they're so life-giving. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they actually are uh, incredible gifts. They're incredible gifts of grace that God has given us. They're not just you know, these hoops that we have to jump through in order to, you know, do our Christian homework. So. Right. Well, Ethan, I got to, I, I want to talk about the curriculum. This, that's what this whole sermon series is about, or this whole podcast is really about is the curriculum, getting our teachers ready to teach. Um, and so, yeah, the curriculum is going to be a little different. A lot of times it's been more accompanying. Um, this time it's, it's a little more uh, related so talk to us about you know how the curriculum works this time around. Right. So normally the topic of the curriculum and the topic of the sermons are actually very close to one another. But this time there's a little more distance between it. Uh, instead of going through each topic that Jason is going through, we are going to talk about the church. Jason did a great job of explaining why a proper knowledge of the church is so important to understanding Romans 12. 
the focus of the curriculum is to talk about what is the church, what is God's kingdom, and how are we as a local church body going to put a plan in action for reaching the world for the kingdom. Uh, so each, each week's curriculum will have an article that really needs to be sent out as soon as it can be to all your folks. So these articles, I'm holding one right here in my hands. So you say you want to send it out. So you, the, so basically kind of walk me through that. You, you'll, as a leader, get the article and then email it out to the folks and say, please have read this. I mean, is that kind of the, the idea? Yeah. Uh, actually, what I would encourage, so for this first week, definitely email it out so people can get a hold of it. But what I would encourage to do uh, is at the end of each of your groups during the week, you know, give them the article for next week right then and there. You know what? I'll even I'll even make an offer right here on the Covenant Equip podcast, Ethan. If you don't have access to a printer, some people don't have printers. Yeah, we'll print them out for you and have them at the Connect desk. So just email Ethan at ccbuckhead.org, and uh, we'll print out however many copies that uh, you need. So uh, tell us more about these articles and and really how they kind of complement go along with the curriculum. So these articles actually come courtesy of our very own Jason Dees. I know that guy. <laughs> if you love his sermons, you'll love these articles. <laughs> uh, they come straight from a series. What if they don't like the sermons, though, Ethan? And I, I suppose that is a question. I don't think I've heard anyone yeah. say they don't like Okay, okay. Well, that's, that's good. That's good. We'll, we'll see on that one. Uh, but they come straight from a series you did at Valleydale. Close to when you first got there, if I read it right. It was, I think, the f- yeah, a couple months in. So similar kind of thing. I was trying to help that church understand, um, you know, okay, what is the church? Yeah, and so uh, I looked through the six-part series, and I shrunk it down into four articles that are roughly three pages apiece. Now, the hope is that you'll get these out with enough time for people to really read them. That is why we are trying to send them out as soon as possible. Uh, it would be best, like I said at the end of the group, if you could hand out the next article. And we're more than willing to print those and help you out with that kind of resourcing. Uh, but it's really crucial that they read it because this time around, the curriculum kind of serves as a way to process uh, both the articles and the sermon. Uh, the goal is to connect what Jason is saying in the articles and in his sermons and have people really be able to reflect on what all that means. Yeah, this is a kind of a different deal where... I say a lot of times the only homework you need to do to be prepared for our uh, life group, our community groups rather, is just listen to the sermon, right? This is this is kind of really you need to read the article too yeah. to be prepared. And so yeah, this this gives you an opportunity to give the the folks a little homework, and it's not a ton of reading, like you say, it's like three pages. It's yeah. not uh, overt. Um, so as you've been developing this material, as you've been reading the articles, how has this helped your understanding of the church or what, what do you expect for us to learn, uh, in this series? What have you learned? Well, if you don't know, I love your sermons and this was a great chance to get inside your said, yeah, your head and think these kind of things out. You know, it's been so, I've been so edified by the whole thing. For me, a lot of the information, uh, you know, they're thoughts that I have, but, you know, I could not have expressed them in a clearer or better way. Uh, particularly, you know, the picture you did for Ecclesia, a people on a common mission, that really got me pumped. Uh, and the whole background you give for the word church and how it became unfortunately synonymous with a building really helped me to see uh, the root of why we have such a hard time of thinking of the church as people. 
you know, I also gained so much from the article on the gospel and relating that to uh, the desires and longings people have and even fantasy stories. You know, it's so true to think of the gospel as the best story that could ever have been written, and even more so because it's actually true. Mm-hmm. And, you know, lastly, the, the idea of the kingdom here and now versus the idea of a future kingdom was great. Again, this is something I was familiar with the arguments, and I agreed with everything you said. But you used such great images like engagement that really painted the picture in a practical way for me. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Ethan. It's very kind and just very hopeful for this material and for what the Lord's going to do through it. And I just want to say, um, as we get in here toward the end, uh, to the group leaders, thank you for what you do every week. Uh, you really help our folks. You're helping to press these truths into the hearts and lives of our people. I love being a group leader. I love it I, I, because you really get to see, okay, where the are the people? You're just the preacher. You know, everybody like kind of they they smile at you and nod as if they're listening, but you really are like, is any of this actually sinking in? Right? Are they actually getting this? But in the group, you can really say, okay, okay, this is what they're interested in. This is what they're curious about, and this is the reason like things like the text to pastor line are you know helpful and good. I, I, it's the interaction. It's a you know, teaching people is, is just as much of a dialogue as it is anything else. So you want to know how are they responding and, and responding to these things. Well, yeah, like e- even this week, Mrs. Fulkerson went through all her notes on uh, your sermon and we kind of just went over like some of the major points that just like really impacted her and unpacked those along with the curriculum. It was just fantastic. That's cool. Well, we're grateful for the Fulkerson group and all of our groups, but you know what it's time for now, Ethan? It is time for the tip of the month. This tip is actually coming to us from one of our group leaders. Graham Thompson leads a Thursday night group at 6.30? 7. 7, sorry. Come at 6.30, though, if you want to. Yeah, Yeah, but but (laughs) 7 o'clock. It's right here at Lindbergh. Uh, He and his wife, Terry, obviously do a lovely job of, of leading it. Um, But I love this tip. I love this tip. So Graham and Tara, they've done an amazing job of trying to be intentional. They don't just open their doors. They intentionally bring people to their group and invite people to their group. And so the tip is to uh, find people in our church. And again, we publish, we're we're about to publish our directory. We publish our directory. Find people that you you think would be a good fit for your group. Seek them out. Um, we are, even as we follow up for our new members class, we're going to be sending out emails, helping you engage. Uh, I'm going to be sending some of those out even later today. Um, and we want to help engage people with your groups, but what we encourage you, it's intimidating. I mean, if you don't know the Fulkersons or the Thompsons or whoever else to just show up at somebody's house where you don't know anybody, particularly if you're a single person, yeah, that's a very intimidating thing to do. Not to mention in Atlanta, trying to find their house is like... Trying to find their house, fighting traffic is a big effort. And so Graham and Tara had this great tip. They said, look, invite them over to dinner beforehand. Either immediately before your group. That way you've eaten dinner, you're there, you have some one-on-one time with them, and then your group shows up. Or just some other time, invite them over to your house for dinner. And I really loved that because then they've already found your house they know where it is. They understand how to park. It's a familiar environment. They know you, the group leader, pretty well. I just thought that was an awesome, super practical tip. So if you're, if you're not doing that, I just want to encourage you group leaders. We all want your groups to be growing and multiplying. Start inviting some people over uh, to dinner, even if it's just right beforehand. Um, you know, Order in if you want to. Uh, 
you know, you don't have to worry about cooking anything. I know group lights are, group nights are busy nights, but I think that's a great tip of the month right here on Covenant Equip. Well, Ethan, I'm really excited about the series. They should receive all of this win. They'll get the first article and curriculum actually probably before they get this podcast. Okay. Okay. Well, it's coming soon. You should already have it in hand. Uh, for Ethan Van Arnum, I'm Jason Dees. This has been Covenant Equip, and thanks so much for all you do.